Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the RR Show. It's time for another bonus episode. You guys are getting spoiled rotten with them. Finally, we are actually getting up to date on our YouTube production. There are now YouTube videos going up regularly for you guys every Tuesday and Thursday. There is a YouTube exclusive video going up. Head over there, the RR Show on YouTube. There'll also be a link down below. And uh, just to give you a teaser and motivate you, show you why you should go over there, here is the last video we dropped in audio form. Check it out. I'm sure you guys will love it. If you do, please, please go and check out our YouTube channel. If you love the audio, you will love what we've done with the video. Anyway, here it is. Check it out. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. When I was young, from the ages of like two to 10, I lived on a seven acre ranch. There was a small house in front of the property where we lived, a huge grass yard and a cabinet shop behind it. And there was an orchid full of walnut trees. My father was a carpenter that always worked in the shop. And my mum was a school teacher that was almost always busy as well. Because of their jobs and the fact that they were new to the whole parenting thing, as I got older, they really didn't pay as much attention to me as they should have been. I would wander off. I'd spend my days roaming around the yard, playing with the dirt and running through the walnut trees. Now, I obviously did not question the lack of supervision. It was fun to explore the huge plot of land and I just thought it was being, you know, I was being a normal kid. When I was about seven years old, my father surprised me with a brand new child-sized ATV. No, 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 no. It wasn't one of these little electric ones that you're thinking of either. It was damn fast. It had a gas-powered engine, and it was like a quad four-wheeler. Now, at this point, a good amount of you are probably questioning why someone would give a gas-powered ATV to a seven-year-old child. Like I said, my parents were a little reckless, and they, well, my dad, just wanted me to have fun. Pretty much right after I got the thing, I learned how to ride it by myself and started going farther and farther away and further past the property than I ever had before. I now had a free ride to go basically as far as my young self would let me go before turning back. So I started riding through the orchids that were behind my house like almost every day and I loved it more than I loved anything else in the world. I'd leave my house and be gone for hours. After a while, I gradually started roaming farther and farther away from my house as I became more brazen and a little older. I'd ride down this dirt path that led past what I assumed was our neighbor's land and to a ditch that held water. 
At the time, I just liked looking at the water as it flowed, and I felt like I was a little explorer. Now, I honestly never contemplated that what I was doing could be in the least bit dangerous, and I really don't think my parents knew how far I was riding off. Now, to be honest, when I think back on it, especially now, just the idea of riding a pretty dangerous piece of equipment that far away from my house when my parents don't have a clue where I was, and this was before cell phones existed, is pretty scary in itself, uh, especially as I could have crashed, hit my head, broke my leg, no one would have been able to find me. However, luckily this never happened, and it's not what this story is about. So one day, like every other day, I was riding far, far away from home, and I passed by a man that was wearing a dirty white shirt, denim jeans, and a, uh, like a Wicker's Farmer hat. I remember it vividly, because it was the first person I'd ever seen out there in all the time I'd been going out there. I remember the surprised look in his eyes when he stared at me as I rode past. I had no reason to stop, and my parents had always taught me about the whole stranger danger thing, so I kept going, and I pretty soon forgot about him. On my way back home, a couple of hours later, I was coming up to the same spot, and it dawned on me, this is where I'd seen that man. I looked ahead, not expecting to see him there. As I said, it had been hours. Yet as the trees parted, there he was. Now, I really didn't think too much of this. It wasn't that weird. I just figured, you know, he's a farmer, a home buddy, or whatever. So I kept driving and coming closer to him and to where he was. He seemed friendly, to be honest. He had a big smile on his face, you know, like he was happy to see me. And to my 10-year-old self, I just thought he was a, you know, friendly guy. So I waved to him as I passed, and he waved back. I continued on my way and drove home, not thinking too much about it. I don't really remember how much time had passed between then and the next time I went riding, but it couldn't have been more than like a couple of days or so. Like usual, I took the same dirt road, passed the same few orchids, and passed the same ditch full of water. I didn't think much about my previous encounter, so I hadn't been thinking about the stranger with the big smile. I was sitting on the edge of the ditch when I heard footsteps in the dirt coming up from behind me. Again, I'm remembering this vividly because it was not a common occurrence to see anyone on this trail. I remember being more curious than scared, and I turned around to see the same stranger with the big smile. Now, this time, that smile seemed to be a little more toothy, more of a toothy grin. He called out to me as he walked up, asking what my name was in a heavy southern drawl. I told him with confidence that I wasn't allowed to talk to strangers, to which he said, That's a good idea, although you really shouldn't be out here all by yourself. It can be dangerous for a kid your age. I remember this striking me in the gut with a little bit of a butterfly feeling. I wasn't afraid, but I felt uneasy. This piqued my curiosity, however, as I wondered what he could meant. So I asked him. He continued to walk closer to me slowly and answered, I heard they found a little boy out here just around your age. I think it was the ditch right, right over there where he drowned. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I'd like to point out right here that although my parents were reckless, they were not stupid. If there had been a drowning near our house that was reported, or there'd been a story in the paper, they definitely would not have let me out anymore. Anyways, he continued, Why don't you come with me and I'll take you back to your parents? It's not safe out here for a kid your age. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, nah, nah, that's alright mate. I've got my quad right there, I'll just ride back. I pointed over to the side of him where my quad was, but he didn't look. His eyes remained fixed on me. They were deep brown, almost black, and piercing into me. At this point, I was scared and knew that this could be a bad situation. I was hoping he was just a concerned old man, but there was no way I was going anywhere with him. I got to my feet to start walking to my quad, to which the man said, should a kid your age be riding something that dangerous? Let's just put it in my truck and I'll give you a ride back. I don't, I, I, I don't, I don't, I, I don't see a truck, I said, looking around, hoping to talk my way out of the situation. Oh, it's, uh, it's, it's right, right over, over there on my property. You can't see it from here, he said with a smile widening. It's really okay. It's really, really okay. I'll just go now. I said, starting again to walk to my bike. But as I passed him, he reached and grabbed my arm. You really shouldn't be out here, he said, staring me deep in the eyes. It's not safe for little kids. Let me go, you're hurting me. I shouted, starting to panic, but this only made him grip tighter. Maybe you don't deserve to go back home. What kind of parents would let their kid out here all alone? Maybe you should come home with me and I'll take care of you. At this point, I was about to pee my pants. I was freaking out and I started to scream. I don't know if I was saying anything. I just know I was screaming as loud as I had ever done before. This, however, only seemed to anger him, as his once toothy grin turned to a face of anger. He put his hand over my face, and I took this opportunity to bite his finger as hard as I could. I still remember the taste of blood, so I know I hurt him pretty bad. Thankfully, this caught him off guard as he finally let me go. I knew that this was my one chance to get away from this weirdo. So I booked it to my quad as he winced in pain. You little shit, get the fuck over here, he cried in anger. I know I didn't have much time, so I jumped on my quad and turned the key as fast as I could, started it up, and just as I pulled the gas, I felt a hand starting to grab my neck. Luckily, he didn't have a grip yet as I was already starting to drive away. 
I punched it. And I noped the hell out of there. At this point, all I could hear was the sound of my quad, so I wasn't sure if he was running after me. But I wasn't going to look. I might crash, and that would be no bueno. I drove down that dirt path as fast as that little quad would go, probably the fastest I had ever driven it. When I got home, I peeled out into the dirt and ran into the house, hoping to God my mum was home. I burst into her room, bawling, and there she was. She asked me what was wrong, but I couldn't talk yet as I was so, so very afraid. I just kept bawling. I think I must have cried for like a good 30 minutes before I could summon up the strength to stop and tell her what had actually happened. I remember the fear in her eyes as I described what had happened. She pulled me close to her, hugged me as hard as she ever had. The next day I talked to the police officer and recounted the story of what had transpired, you know, the day before. I honestly don't remember much after this, as I think I started to block it out. It's not really something a 10-year-old wants to think about. Needless to say, they never let me off the property again. My dad started drinking and we lost the house soon after this anyway, so I didn't have to live there much longer. Recently I was thinking about that day after I started trying to remember various parts of my childhood. My parents had never told me what happened after the cops were called, and I never really asked because I tried not to think about it. So, yesterday I went to her house and I asked her if they ever found the guy, considering he had to live pretty close to the property. She was kind of startled by the question because, you know, we hadn't really talked about it for 15 years. She paused for a minute, as if pondering whether to tell me, and she said, We didn't have any neighbours out that way. It was all corporate-owned land, and the description you gave didn't match any of the neighbours in the other direction either. We called the cops and they went to search where you told us you were, but the guy was long gone by the time they got there. They looked around the property and found an abandoned house that hadn't been used in years since the land was purchased. When they took a look inside, they could tell that someone had been staying there. Apparently, he left his stuff behind. We never told you because you were way, way too young. But one of the things they found was a black grocery bag. And in the black grocery bag, there was a roll of duct tape and a hunting knife. Thanks, Mum. But I really didn't need to know that. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. True terrors of horror bizarre happenings, unexplainable events. On our podcast, Disturbed, Terror Takes Center Stage. Each episode is a journey into the darkest corners of human existence, delving into bone-chilling tales of kidnappings, serial killers, maniacs, and the very essence of your worst nightmares coming to life on this weekly true horror show. Disturbed is not for the faint of heart. 
It's an exploration of real, unadulterated horror sourced from everyday people. Each episode is a descent into the macabre, where we narrate stories that will leave you on the edge of your seat and crawling in your skin. We navigate the disturbing narratives that lurk in the shadows, offering a raw and unfiltered listen into the most terrifying aspects of the human experience. Enter at your own risk and let the unsettling tales unfold in the haunting realm of Disturbed. And remember, listeners, stay safe out there.